This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of gender dysphoria and the gender binary. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the hexes gender straight people think we're doing. Hey CJ, you want to tell us what's on the buy schedule for today? I sure can. We're going to be talking with uh, Kelsey from Gata Science, and then we're going to be doing a little little sciencey game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Uh, first, just like super quick, uh, you might have noticed that we said CJ instead of Christina. It's the same exact person. I'm just going by CJ now. Woo. That's that's it. Great. Done. <laughs> Cleared that. Woo. All right. Great. Uh, so hi, Kelsey. Hi. Tell us a little about you. Um, so I'm Kelsey. I'm 29. I'm a data scientist. Um, and I'm also the founder of Gata Science she said, uh, which is a site that's devoted to highlighting the LGBTQ plus experience with data science and analytics. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, from both of us, because uh, anybody listening to this podcast knows that we are big fans of punnery, can I just say that I very much appreciate the name Gata Science? I thought it was clever. I'm not even good at puns, but like I woke up in the middle of the night, I was like, yes, this is <laughs> it. I just good. imagine three in the morning, you're just like, Gata Science. <laughs> That like, was, frantically scrolling It was like you were there, because that's what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how the best ideas happen. I know. It came to me in a dream. <laughs> uh, so, have, when did when did you start up Gata Sciences? Um, About a year ago. I've been doing it kind of before that, but I started the site like a year ago, and we've gotten more and more people involved, uh, just looking at different aspects of using data to kind of look at different issues in the community. And we're all like super data-driven people. So it's, you know, how we look at the world. It's how we understand things. So using that to kind of shed light on this community is what we're passionate about. That's so awesome. It. You had actually contacted me like a couple of months ago, but we held because you were working <laughs> on an interesting project that I would love to get into <laughs> because seeing the results was just absolutely fascinating. Uh, so you, can you tell us about your most recent study? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gender fluid, and um, I did a like data-driven piece on that because I said that's how I like understand the world and things mm -hmm. like that. So I had collected data on my gender for like over three years because oh, I should go. I should say what gender fluid is. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so gender fluidity is like when your gender is it fluctuates or it um, is dynamic, like dynamic gender yeah that makes sense oh, you guys oh, are looking right gender. at me that's my band <laughs> i'm calling it dynamic gender is my band name it's my superhero name yes <laughs> anyway so like a fluctuation of yeah gender. yeah and everyone experiences it differently but mine would go pretty consistently between like 
extremely feminine to extremely masculine and then a lot of times just in the middle in like a genderqueer kind of sense where mm -hmm. I felt like a mix of masculine and feminine feminine occasionally I'll have like an agender day where I just feel like none of those right but, <laughs> but it's usually between the three so like a spectrum sort of visual worked mm -hmm. for me but anyway, so I started keeping data on that after I found that label because just finding the label was like its own journey. And then mm. like once I found the label, it was like a whole nother can of worms. When did you find that label? <clears throat> uh, it was my mid-20s. I found the label and like you can imagine like I feel like I've been gender fluid my whole life, but uh, like growing up, I was often very confused because mm -hmm. I didn't know what was happening to me. Yeah. Like you only, if you only know the binary, you don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like we had like it, it with our binary thinking. A lot of the times, like if you don't fit into the one category, then mm -hmm. you're just like, oh well, then I have to be the other, even though your your heart was in both. They're all of yeah. them. Mm. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so curious about your journey, too. Um, this episode's about you, no, my friend. I want to know. <laughs> you're just, you're so just gonna much. have to find out. Uh, <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't right. Sorry, I don't do data. So, like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like this is partially like, this is an episode about you, and partially CJ being like, nope, we're not. <laughs> nope. We're not talking about it, actually. <laughs> I do like a I roll didn't study mine down. No, because what I want to hear about is all of your wonderful graphs. Like, I cannot, I cannot stress enough. Like, I literally texted this uh, study to my mother, okay. who is cisgender and heterosexual, but I know she likes numbers, and I was like, check this out. Um, so, uh, can you elaborate on how you went about, um, sort of quantifying this yes. usually not quantifiable thing? Yes. So, I had a spreadsheet, um, <laughs> because I like Love spreadsheets. <laughs> that was weird. I... <laughs> now we are one. <laughs> we are now one Omega friend. Yes. Great. So, spreadsheet. Spreadsheet, yes. And I had a scale from negative five to five, so negative five would be, like, an extremely masculine day. Like, I, I am a man. Like, for me, I'm assigned female birth, so it would be, like, a, a very, like, typical transgender experience mm -hmm. inside of me. Um, and whereas five would be, like, really female. Like, I'm all, yeah, like, I felt like a woman. Um, and then zero would be either, like, a genderqueer, like, an equal mix of both masculine mm -hmm. and feminine. And then all the numbers between that yes and you also you also um along with uh writing down the numbers you also like had written descriptions of your feelings yes. those days you actually read it <laughs> of course i yeah. read it yeah. Well, yeah so i kept like a written description just like my thoughts and my feelings for that day like sometimes i'd have more a more distressing day so i'd write a lot and sometimes it'd just be like ah whatever the thing that fascinated me relating to your notes is the the word clouds you generated yes i was, I was just about to bring those up like you had um, noticed uh, particular words that you used more prominently like when you were feeling more masculine or more feminine or so on it, like off the top of your head do you remember any of those like particular ones that you found like the most intriguing yeah so I did like a comparison cloud so I had like masculine and feminine words close together I guess and mm -hmm. you, just looking at it you could tell like the masculine words were so much more negative they're so like a much more negative vibes where the feminine words were uh, like positive to, to neutral, I guess. I didn't do the neutral words just because they weren't as sure. exciting. But um, so neutral. <laughs> for me, like when I feel masculine, I've experienced a lot of gender dysphoria. So like mm -hmm. my experience is not great. 
So I'd have a lot of like distress phrases like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, like I feel broken. I like stuff that is not good. I, I'm... Whereas on the feminine end, especially during like the beginning of my data collection, um, I would, it would feel like extremely awesome and high to like actually feel feminine. Cause I, I don't, so with my split, like I did like a distribution of the data, I'm about like 50% of the days I'd be in like a neutral zone a little more than 30% I'd be masculine and like less than 20 I'd be feminine percent of days. Uh, so like a feminine day was really rare and like I'd forget how good it felt if that, I don't know, no, like no, that might sound like transphobic or something, but like when I'd get that it'd be like, holy hell, like this is amazing. Like I feel like a whole person instead of like feeling fuzzy in my head or like disconnected from my body mm. and stuff like that so especially at the beginning like it would just be a complete I explained it as like a complete high when I was feminine mm -hmm. it would just feel like overwhelmingly positive I'd have more energy I'd feel more social so there was like a huge difference between like masculine days and feminine days and just the like unpredictable nature of like switching between the two extremes like made me feel like very out of control mm -hmm. so that was kind of why I started collecting the data on it just to help me understand it better and help me get like a handle on what was happening to me. So like there's probably a lot of people listening who don't experience gender fluidity who might have a hard time understanding uh, what it is you mean when you say that you felt like more masculine or more yeah. feminine and I know that it is absolutely like near impossible to like put a definition on like what those feelings are, but like, can you try? <laughs> <laughs> I can try. I was trying to, I like think that through when I was writing it too, just cause like, that's the obvious question. Like sure. how do you define these things? But it's like, I think my definition changed over time. Cause at the beginning, okay. like I didn't see it at the time, but I had a very like shallow understanding of gender and then it consumed me for like three, four years. So now, <laughs> so now I really understand <laughs> gender. The queer experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, at the beginning it was very like rooted in stereotypes and like stuff that's like beaten into us our entire mm -hmm. lives as you're usually raised one or the other. But I don't know, for the purposes of the data, like if I check in with myself, I usually know like what I am that day. I assume it's the same for cis people, but who yeah. knows? <laughs> like there's sort of like an internal feeling, like I know when I was like more identifying as a woman, like like even if I like dressed like in a suit or something like that, <laughs> there'd be like something in my heart that I was like, I am a woman, like I know this about myself. Yeah. So like I mm. think that'll... If people were to truly introspect about it, which I think a lot of cisgender people probably take for granted, that there is, like, something inside of you that says that you are this type of person. Like a little compass. <laughs> like a tiny little confusing compass. Yeah. That sometimes just spins around wildly. Like Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that part in Pocahontas? Yes. No idea. <laughs> no, do you remember that part in Pocahontas? <laughs> One hour in and 27. Welcome yeah. to my pod, my sub podcast. It's about Disney. <laughs> On days where you were feeling like a particular gender, like you're feeling like more in one direction than the other. And again, like, and you had mentioned this on your uh, website, by the way, just like how you took like a more like spectrum slash binary approach to studying it just because like it's easier to study it when you're looking at it like that instead mm. of the full galaxy that is yeah. gender identity. Uh, but 
for the purposes of this, on days where you're feeling more like on one end of the spectrum or the other, what did that mean for you in like your personal life? Like, did it affect like your presentation or your attitudes or anything like that? Uh, yes, it affected like every, it, effect, it still affects like every aspect of your life. And I used to feel really self-conscious about that. Uh, I used to feel like really self-conscious about how much it affected me, but I like explained it to somebody once and they're just like, well, yeah, of course it affects you. It's like a core part of your identity. Like, everyone's yeah. identity. Like, your gender is hmm. so entwined, and especially in the society we live in, where, like, it affects how people treat you, like, how safe you feel. Um, it, it just affects so many things, because we lived in such a gender gendered society. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it definitely affects my mood. It affects how I feel, how, like, confident I feel socially, um, like, my social anxiety levels, how present I feel in situations, how, like, connected I feel with my body. It affects so much. So now that you are, you have wrapped up uh, collecting this data on yourself for the past three years, now that you're on the other end of it and after like a full three years, where are you at now? Like what, what have you learned? What's changed? Um, I actually, it actually became much more interesting than I was expecting because I had like two years of it in the data set before and then I was looking at it and the end looked like there appeared to be like a change when I plotted my gender over time. Mm-hmm. At the end, it looked like it was changing a lot more frequently, like the changes were becoming a lot more rapid. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, but it's probably just because it was like right when I was moving and stuff. So I was like, oh, it was just like an adjustment period. I was probably under a lot of stress or something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then I added in my last year of data and it was like, it stayed like that. Like the change, like it looked like the new normal instead of like just an adjustment period because I was moving and stuff and starting a new job and all that. So I was like really intrigued then because you can even see it like on the charts, like it'll just look like a wavy line for a bit and then it'll be like really, really jagged. And I'm like, what is happening? So um, I keep data on this. I keep data on a lot of aspects of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I looked through some like notes from like therapy sessions and stuff mm-hmm. and it was like, the exact day that, like, all this stuff started was, like, a really significant, like, aha moment, mm-hmm. if you will, if you're an Oprah fan. I think she started that. I, I don't, know. I don't, did Oprah invent aha? I'm not trying to be facetious. I, I don't know. Did Oprah found the 80s band aha? <laughs> did Oprah Winfrey take me on? <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's got her fingers in a lot of things. I, I wouldn't put it I past. True. I would, you could probably tell me that, like, with a straight face, that Oprah Winfrey owned anything, and I'd be like, yeah, that's probably true. Hmm. Welcome to my uh, Oprah Winfrey Appreciation (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) Welcome to my Oprah Winfrey Conspiracy (laughs) Theory Podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, like, it's particularly, like, noble that, um, it's hard for people to introspect about themselves and, like... Mm being honest (laughs) about like how you're feeling and things like that that's super tough for me I can't imagine how it was for you when you were trying to quantify something for like Mm -hmm. the purpose of knowledge and the pursuit of knowledge was that difficult for you to like like was that more of a barrier than you would find for like any other like collection of data that it was coming from you yeah it was definitely a lot more personal but it, it also made it a little easier because, like, usually in data, like, analysis, you're trying to find the answer, but it's, like, 
I, I wrote the data. I know what it says. So I was like, I could take a lot of shortcuts instead of being like, oh, I should really dig into this. It'd be like, no, I kind of know what it's going to say. But at the same time, I found a lot of stuff that I didn't notice. Like, even with the aha sort of thing, like, I didn't realize that I had made such a change in my life and a change in my thinking until I saw the data. I was like, holy shit, like, I must have actually, like, internalized, like, what I learned that day and, like, applied it to my life. Instead of just, like, (laughs) you know, because you can see a change. Um, That day, it was brought to my attention that, like, the distress I felt when I was masculine masculine was more, like, my own shame and judgment about it instead of the actual, like, transgender-y feelings that I felt. Shame and judgment in what way? In terms of, like, it would bring up a lot of things that I felt were against my, like, core identity. So, they explained it as, like, I was having an identity crisis every time I had a masculine swing. It would show how much I was, like, superficial and that I cared about my appearance or my body or clothes and stuff like that. Or it would mm-hmm. show that I had, like, super transphobic ad- attitudes that I wouldn't impose on somebody else. But, like, when it's yourself, you can say nasty, yep, 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 like, yep, terrible yep, things. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So that was a huge eye-opener, because I hadn't thought, like, it, it had been told to me before, I'm sure, but, like, I didn't actually, like, listen, or <laughs> I wasn't ready to listen. It's hard to apply that sort of thing to yourself, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. you just feel like a big old imposter. Yeah. <laughs> the human experience is just questioning yourself and judging yourself <laughs> constantly. So. I'm so good at it. <laughs> so good at being yeah, data and internal judgment. That's what I do. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, so it was just, like, stuff that I felt, like, as a person, I should be, like, better than. I should be better. I should be able to handle this. I should be better mm-hmm. than this. I should be above all this, like, bullshit that I call other people out for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but also that day I had, like, a lesson in radical acceptance, which uh, sounded really stupid, but... It's basically, it's probably a whole thing, but um, it's basically, like, you have to allow yourself to have any thought that you have. Like, you, without judgment, you just have to be, like, even if it's a terrible, mean, awful thought, you have to let yourself have it. And by doing that, you're better able to challenge yourself in a loving way so that you can change those attitudes into something that's more aligned with who you want to be. That's awesome. Oh. That sounds like a lot like a mindfulness psychology. Yeah. In which you just sort of like allow yourself to think and experience and feel without <laughs> having that second oh. part of you just like immediately <laughs> judge yourself for that. Oh, but thinking and feeling and experiencing <laughs> is hard. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh. <laughs> that means I'd have to think and feel and experience. Ooh, I wanted to ask... Um, I read, I read that, that study. It was fascinating. Um, but you were talking about uh, Gate of Science doing, like, other studies to shed light on queer the queer community, which mm-hmm. is cool because a lot of mainstream science places don't want to study us mm-hmm. for some reason. I know. And psychologists, <laughs> I'm sorry, it. don't do the greatest job in the world of studying the queer experience. So I was wondering what other kind of studies... Uh, Gata Science does. Yeah. Or is looking forward to doing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. We have we have a lot of different areas. It's definitely um, a lot of things in our reach. But we're using mostly like open source data, open source technology. So it's kind of a different sort of research or study than like a typical academic mm-hmm. institution. So we're, we do like a range of stuff from like super serious, like discrimination and justice focused pieces. Um, for example, some one of my colleagues 
colleagues. One of my colleagues. One of my colleagues. Feels so fancy. They immediately gained the monocle. <laughs> it was terrific. Um, yes, uh, they used uh, Rainbow Railroad Data, which is an organization that helps people uh, like escape their countries. They can ask for travel assistance to get out of countries. So they wow. mapped it to they mapped like these requests to the laws in those certain countries to see like what these people were up against, which was really cool. Um, and then we do like completely like you know that's like a super serious post. We we've done like we're planning to do some fun stuff like pop culture things. Um, I have a colleague um, <laughs> who's like a super fan of Drag Race, which I, you guys have talked about. I, yes. I know. I know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> there, there can be problematic things, but like as a data sort of driven thing, like you can't deny the impact yeah. Drag Race has had. Absolutely. Yep, but yep. no, he's done some really cool things. He did like a network map of like lip sync competitions like what? who's gone against each other i like my mind was blown and then like rupaul dropped like two more seasons so it's out of date now but it was it's gonna be awesome it just keeps happening yeah that's a beautiful thing about science like you there's always more knowledge to exactly. find and more lip sync battles to map out exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. but we're, we're doing a range of stuff, just anything. Everything's also really accessible, so you don't have to be, like, a data nerd to understand it. Like, we try to, like, talk in real-person language to yeah, create found, a culture of, like, data-minded people. Yeah, I found your study, like, super accessible and, mm. like, really straightforward. So, awesome. good job. You done did it. Uh, so, uh, what is something that you would like to tell cis straight people for the last time and then never have to hear about ever again? Okay. <laughs> Let me pick my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Time to gear up. <laughs> Cracks knuckles. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start with my favorite, and then I might throw in the other one because it's important. Um, there's, like, two different definitions of gender fluid, and I've recognized the other one, like, a lot recently in, like, the last year or so, because they'll be like, oh, this gender fluid clothing line oh. or gender fluid toilets which is fine. Like, I'm totally stoked that, like, it's a word that's being used and people are getting awareness sure. of it. Sure. But it's, like, a different to apply it to things and people who might yeah. identify does as gender does, does the toilet feel more masculine sometimes? <laughs> are they trying to use the word gender neutral and then saying gender fluid instead? That's my best You know, yes. I didn't think of that, but that makes no, more sense. That's... Because I've heard of, like, gender-neutral bathrooms or gender-neutral clothing, but I've not heard of gender A gender-fluid bathroom would be very tough because it'd be like, one day it'd be like, this room, this bathroom um, could be for women. And then you go back the next day and they're like, oh, sorry, no, the bathroom's for men today. And the next day they're like, oh, anyone can use the bathroom. And now I'm just trying to impose gender roles on a bathroom and that that seems like a lot yeah i i just i i just have to pee like i'm sorry i don't have time to think yeah. about like gender presentation in bathrooms <laughs> i can't do this so to your so, corporations <laughs> the term you're looking for might be gender neutral yes hey this this got a lot more serious i was <laughs> I, I like this it, no yeah, i'm I, using I, the word wrong. i i yeah. think i think that it's just like a i i think it's a pretty common thing for people who like with the gosh darned best intentions ever, trying to be more inclusive of the queer experience, which I think is commendable, granted, 
but just not having the vocabulary for it. Mm. And I see this all the time. Like, like people will use the word femme to describe anybody who was assigned female at birth. That's and not it's what like, that means. that's not a word that means has vagina. <laughs> that's not how words work. No. Um, and like, I, I see things like that a lot of the time. And I think that it's a step in the right direction, but maybe also you stepped in quicksand. <laughs> I like to that. To continue like the that. step metaphor. Yeah. It, it went somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, point is. Someone did Use a, a right cur- word for things. Someone did a cursory Google, and they're like, I'm a good ally now. <laughs> so, gender fluid applies more to people and applies more to the experience of fluctuating gender identity, not to a toilet anyone could use. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cool. That is a good That is a good lesson. That's I, a good for, I picked the right one. You <laughs> did it! Yay! You said you had a second one? Um, no, that one, that one, I don't... That one went over well. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that was the first choice. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I had like a backup in case that one was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> do, do we want to go to the second one? Do we want to try no. to solve homophobia today? Okay, fine. Okay. All right. Um, we'll just bang it out real quick. Okay, just real quick. Um, a lot of people have really great advice, um, sarcastically, about how gender, <laughs> how gender fluid people should just dress how they feel and things would be like magically better for them <sighs> because that's all gender fluid is is like changing your clothes and like you know some people like to change their names and stuff and you know yeah. like that's all it is so of course things can be cured just that just simply. by dressing away yeah oh, this guy comes back to something i've complained about several times which is th- that cloth doesn't have a gender though <laughs> Yeah, also, like, okay, as somebody who is short and somebody assigned female at birth, I just, like, trying to dress how you feel sometimes just means kind of trying to fit into men's clothes and Mm -hmm. it doesn't really fit right. And you don't feel any better doing that. It feels a little worse, like you don't belong in them. Exactly, exactly. So, like... Trying to dress how you feel is like, I'm sorry that I couldn't spring the $200 for those androgynous clothing lines that cost mm-hmm. a fortune. But what, also, what if somebody wants, like, they're feeling kind of like mask, but they still want to wear a dress because, again, you know, like, dresses and once don't again, have the a dresses gender. Don't have it, yeah. That's, that would still be dressing how they feel, but that wouldn't help with how the world is perceiving them and throwing labels at them at all. Like, yeah, it doesn't actually help. That's yeah. not actually helpful. It's not. Yeah. So, <laughs> as it turns out, clothing can't fix dysphoria. Yeah. Or yes, conflict or Great. gender feelings. <laughs> Got it. No, I think that was a very okay. excellent second excellent. one to bring to the table. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Great table. That. So, What's on your gay agenda? Okay, I also have two. Yes, I have a Let's gen- do it. I have a gender fluid one and then like a data one because yeah. they're, they're both equally important. Mm-hmm. Um, first, like just like a general announcement, like gender fluidity is a thing, and like I think I tried more than anyone to try to prove that it wasn't a thing because <laughs> mm-hmm. I it was very clear with like the beginning of my data that I was trying to find reasons to explain my fluctuations that were not just they happened. Like, I was trying to say, oh, maybe it's my hormones or my cycle or, uh, like, my social environment or the people I'm around. Like, anything externally that was not just me. So, like, one of the most valuable things that I got out of this whole exercise was, like, 
validating my gender to myself. Like, it is a thing. This is just who I am. Um, and I've examined this more than anyone ever should. So you should just take my word for it. And it should be out there that it's a thing. Totally. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, like, the number one critics of our identities <laughs> are us. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. don't worry. I've been ruminating about this uh, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I've already thought about what if I'm not. Don't. <laughs> Base is covered. Done. You don't have to bring it up. I already did. Exactly. Okay. That's We're all on the same page. Good. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. That, that was a great one. How about the data one? Also, okay, data is, like, super important in our community, um, especially if we want to continue to mm. make progress. And so there's been, like, so many things in the last few years and, like, you know, beyond that of, like, people making decisions about our community or for our community or debating what we should and shouldn't have, like, with healthcare, employment, housing, like, military, criminal justice system, like, they're making decisions and policies about our lives, and they literally can't even tell us how many of us there are. They do not count yeah. us. Yeah. We're not in the census. We're not measuring things that are important to our community, and that's an issue with sort of what we need to do how we need to move forward <laughs> for sure yeah i yeah i think like it's easy for like those sorts of laws and stuff to be passed and like those sort of attitudes to be had because like people think that we're a like drastic minority <laughs> but i would argue like even if we are a minority even if we were i sincerely doubt that we're like a small fraction yeah like there's got to be more of us like, they I think that, know. I, I genuinely yeah. think that there's more of us than people think. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> and that's, like, historically how they mask discrimination and, like, injustices and in marginalized communities, because they can just kind of average everything together and be like, oh, everyone's good. But it's like, no, you have to stratify this group out and, like, look at the issues that they're facing. And if we don't have that, we don't have, like, what's important to us. And there's groups, like, there's like the Williams Institute out of UCLA and like groups out of Northwestern like that are trying to fill the gaps that are lacking but it's definitely like an issue and more people outside of academia like need to be like data is important so Steady yeah. us. <laughs> we need to be counted yeah. on the agenda I'm not I'm not in the habit of telling people to tell us anything about ourselves but like in this <laughs> instance tell us about us <laughs> Yeah, yes. absolutely. Specifically in a data way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, and it's like, it'd be helpful to have, like, these resources and these, like, information and these tools for anybody to access, because, like, if you think that it's a foreign concept, then obviously you're gonna find it, like, an alienating topic, and you're yeah, not gonna, yeah. like, you're not gonna see the humanity in it. But, like, if you actually are able to access the knowledge that, like, people are this way and, like, we do these things, then it's harder to deny our existence. Yeah, and even on, like, a smaller scale, I've seen so many things where people will be like, oh, gay men don't do this, or, oh, trans women like to do this. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> well, where are you getting these numbers? How do you know this? <laughs> are you sure it's not just the one gay man you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Present your proof. Yeah. <laughs> we need data. Yes. Yes. Gata. Ah, Asterisk yes. data. <laughs> I need to trademark this now. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for That's sure. A great name. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Lock that down right. while you can. Cool. Okay. Uh, I love those agenda items. Thank you so much. 
Want to get into the is game? Is it time for our activity? <gasps> yes, it is. Okay, so I went I almost to... feel like you're a camp counselor sometimes, <laughs> which I guess makes sense with your profession, but I'm like, it's games! Yeah. Jen's here! Oh, I'm the camp counselor. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I'm the camp counselor. <gasps> camp. Yeah. Like, gay. Okay. <laughs> like the style of media, like film and like stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the movies that gay men love. Like camp. I'm the campy thought. counselor. I think yes. I just understood your bi-schedule pun. <laughs> 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 and I've listened to every single one of your episodes. Like literally just now? I was like, is it like bicycle? Like I don't get it. <laughs> I love it. I'm oh my sorry. god. I hope this isn't this, a pun this game. Mo- this moment <laughs> in history. Fail. It's not a pun game. This moment in history because it's okay. bi-weekly, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and also, we both buy. Yeah, okay. I, I got it. Yep. It, I'm sorry. Yeah. I You're good. You're good. No, I, I appreciate this very much. <laughs> I hope that made the realization that much sweeter. Yes. <laughs> you were <I> guess. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now for the game. So I found a create-a-graph tool on a site called <laughs> KidZone. <laughs> So you are a camp counselor. I'm, I'm a, yeah, uh, that's my role now. I've, we've decided. Um, I know how to dress for our live show. Yes. <laughs> so I started a graph called, How Gay Are These Five Random Things Jen Thought Of? Okay. Um, our x-axis is gay things okay. that I thought of. Y-axis is, how gay are the things? <laughs> <laughs> what are the units? Uh, one to ten. Zero to ten. Zero to zero being like zero to ten gay. Not gay at all. Okay. Ten is very gay. Okay. <laughs> Five I would is love like this. middle gay. <laughs> you can see we've respected your ability to uh, quantify the queer experience. <laughs> I'm showing that we are obviously not experts in your field. I'm so excited. <laughs> I hope this isn't offensive. <laughs> no, this is amazing. So I picked five random things. Okay. And you will tell us, on the scale of 0 to 10, how gay they are. Okay. And then I will generate a bar graph, and we will share it on our Facebook page. Facebook page. And our Maybe. website. Yeah, our website. Oh, yes, okay. Website. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, and prove ourselves. Nice colors. Consider this a job application for gay to sciences. <laughs> uh, you can see where... <laughs> I will not be hired. <laughs> All right. Ready. Okay. Item number one mm-hmm. is the American flag. <laughs> okay. Like oh. I said five random things. How gay is the American flag? Yes. I do want to pause it. It is stars and stripes, not stars or stripes. True. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and like you can think about this from any approach, like from what it represents to like design-wise. Yeah. yeah. I went to like colors and I was like those aren't super gay colors. That's, That's fine. True. But you're, I don't. That's just what I what my mind went to. I don't. We can also average it all together. Yeah. What, what, what do you guys think? Well, let's You're let's discuss this. Mm-hmm. I yes. mean, like, is red in any of the pride flags? Yes. I mean, it's in like yeah. the pride flag. Yeah. Oh, but like any of. Like, but like the, the more the like sub, the more specific ones. Yeah. The sub flags. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna just quickly Google some, because uh, I know blues in plenty of them. blues in a lot. <laughs> White's in a couple. Red mm-hmm. is in the lesbian flag. Okay, okay. So, well, like, I mean, there have been so many lesbian flags. There is one that's starting to pick up steam, though, and red has is in that. Okay. Red is in... What are you? Uh, there's a poly flag oh. that's got some red in it. Okay. Mm. So, so red has Ooh. happened. Doesn't the leather mm. one have a heart? 
Really? I'm seeing I... some kink flags, but okay. I, I'm personally of the opinion <laughs> that queer people, lots of queer people are kinky. Kink itself should not have its own pride flag. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, in the in the grand world of queer theory, it would. Going into, like, the, the, the queer theory universe. Yeah, but, like, if you're a straight dude who wants to whip his girlfriend, that doesn't mean you're queer. Right. Yeah. No, no judgment. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, listen, but... we will unpack this another episode. <laughs> Let's, yes, let's is, unpack everything. This is a conversation going. for another time. We have not yet answered that question. <laughs> I just we'll, like we'll bring in, the grenades. We'll find, a, we'll find a kink expert okay. and we'll have like some sort of kink panel going on. I think in there's the an intersection. Obviously. Yes. yes. No, 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 no. For sure. Yeah, we'll have this but we'll unpack that another time. Right now, we're talking <laughs> about the American flag. Please don't tweet at me angrily. <laughs> um, anyway, the American flag. All of those colors individually. Are, are in different, in different pride, pride flags. flags. You're right. Um, but I'd say, but America gut, gut instinct, a... how gay or how straight do you feel like the American flag is? I'm feeling like a three. A three. I kind of agree with you. I feel like it's a little more straight. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. that's the bar. It's, it's low on the Kinsey scale. Yeah, yeah. Not completely not gay. But not also... a hundo percent not gay. But like, although. Although. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. okay. Okay, isn't the Betsy Ross house here? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I went there, and I really liked it because it was, like, all the history, and she was, like, a badass. Like, it was so revolutionary to make that flag. So she was, like, a True. rebel. Yeah. True. So maybe a four. <laughs> all right. We Let's can give a four for, four. for Betsy Ross. For Betsy Ross <laughs> for Betsy got in one. Ross. Yes. A whole point for her. All right. Item number I two. I think we've honored her memory just yes. now. Yes. I think, I feel like she's looking down and being like, sick, yes. another episode of My Gay Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Item two: penguins. Penguins. Yes. Super gay. Super. Yes. There's a large number yes. of gay penguin couples. Yeah. I would say at least an eight. Ex- yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah I now was the there. issue here is there are many different types of penguins. So. Oh. Um. That's the the animal kingdom nerd in me being like, wait a minute, but, like, some penguins are assholes. <laughs> but... I mean, listen, gay people can sometimes be assholes, too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We, we gotta we gotta take that L sometimes. Oh, that's true. But, yeah. however... But you, are, you are the expert penguins, here, so... Yes. I, I liked eight. eight. Eight's good, yeah. Eight's a good... I like it because if you um, took a Sharpie to the number eight, you could make a penguin out of it. Uh, I was just thinking, like a really round penguin. (laughs) Who I would love. Yes, penguins should be round. They live in very cold places. Anyway, item three, roller skates. Yeah, they're they're pretty gay. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> My gay. partner is a derby, like does derby, so like oh, that's for me they're bias. like super gay. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> I mean, also like there's like the Miami like gay men in short shorts skating around oh, yeah. thing from the eighties, and mm. like outside of derby, I feel like roller skates are also still kind of like yeah. ours. Like roller disco. Yeah, Xanadu. Oh, I yeah. mean, listen. I know that the main plot of Xanadu is like a girl falling in no, love. No, Xanadu's guy, pretty like, gay. In, the entirety of Xanadu <laughs> mm-hmm. is gay. Yeah. So, what number? Oh, oh, oh. 
You know what? Nine. They're Nine. More, more gay than penguins. I agree. How gay are penguins in roller skates? <laughs> oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Item number four. Denim vests. <laughs> With or without pins. Ooh, are those different numeric values? Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's say without. Let's say without. Yes. Without pins. Just the denim vest. Mm-hmm. Oh, it depends on color. Oh. Gets into cowboy territory. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we've Which isn't necessarily... Listen, yeah. I did not say... I did not say that that meant they were straight. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I wasn't trying to accuse you. <laughs> Jacuz. <laughs> How do you say gay cowboy in French? <laughs> Je ne sais pas. That means I don't know. I studied I studied French in school, and it was apparently useless because I don't know how to say gay pe- cowboy. You are now looking that this up. This was the test. <laughs> think, think about denim vest real hard. Okay. We're going to look up. That doesn't. That's, that can't be it. It just says cowboy gay. <laughs> but it has, it has cow dash boy gay. So it's like cow okay. boy gay. All right, wait, let me so try. So, cow, cow is vosh. Boy is, like, uh... I... Garçon de vosh homosexuels. <laughs> I wow, need everybody to know accent. that the way that Jen got to this is she typed in on Google Translate, homosexual cow boy. <laughs> I lo- and I also like that the French then translates to boy of cow. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Boy of cow, comma, gay. That sounds like an indie film. So you we're talking what? about denim vests. How gay are they? Oh, without pins. Without pins. pins. Without cow. Okay, I I'm think like ignoring re- boys of the cow who are gay. Yes. Okay, sorry. A lot, a lot going on. No, I no, feel no. like we've reclaimed them. Right, mm, right. So I'm going to go with like a, like a six. Six? six? Yeah, I agree. Six. More, more in the middle. Yeah. yeah. More gay. It's on the up and up. But like, mm-hmm. yes. All but right. we still sort of like need the like we still need the pins to like make them more gay. Yeah. And like while we still need to do that, I feel like they're still in the average. Yeah. Okay. I feel that. Item five. And this is the last one. I did pick rainbows. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> I. You know it's Pride Month, and I just no. I know. <laughs> And I what do we even discuss here? Are you gonna Google? I figured it would be like. Are the you gonna control. Google gay bows and see how it comes up? And... This is my test. <laughs> I mean, this is ultimately up to you. I assumed it would be like the control. Can we look up rainbow in German? Like, I don't know what to talk about here. I am going to do that now that you said rainbow in German. First, wait. We do have, <gasps> oh my god. We do have gay cowboy in German. <laughs> I cannot be. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Homosexual LAQ, Junge. What? I don't. Homosexual LAQ, Junge. Alright, alright, now that we did Special guest star, Regenbogen? Regenbogen. I was close. I don't like how much it sounds like Regen. That's true. But it's like a Regen. More like Regen. There's there's a little phlegm on the R. Sorry. (laughs) We're talking about how gay rainbows are. (laughs) <laughs> Thoughts? I mean, I, I'm gonna put it as a ten, but I feel like your your Bible people are gonna be like, rainbows aren't gay. They stole from. <laughs> <laughs> they stole from. 
Oh, so, good. So we've all seen that tweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was that a tweet? All right. It was. Well, somebody tweeted like, "Oh, the worst example of cultural appropriation <laughs> is gay people taking the rainbow. God made it in Genesis." Give it back. And I just, like, they especially said the, the phrase, give it back, which I very much appreciate the thought that God, who made the entire universe and controls all things, could not simply just grab a rainbow back at any moment. <laughs> like, that we, people who are innately born with sin and are dependent on the, God's glory to live or die, Got it. <laughs> also have the ability to just, like, grab a rainbow. Yeah, I mean, we've been protecting it all this time. <laughs> yeah, uh, perhaps our most grand heist. <laughs> all right, I have our graph. Our one final job. <laughs> we have our, our graph. Ah, oh, wow, this is... It's, I feel like I really dropped the ball and I picked some loaded gay things. Yeah. You're kidding. This is a very... Rainbows? It was the control, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> it was the control. Can I see it? Am I to Roller yes. skates was the control. Was I the only person who saw Xana do? Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> we'll be posting this on the on the stuff. I do like this just purple square over here. Yeah, I like that there's a key, but it doesn't actually How like gay show. Are the things? <laughs> How gay are the things? It's good. I like this chart. I think that right. I think we've learned a lot here. Yes. Thank if you, you want to, so if much. you want to bring this back to the lab, Kelsey, I, like the, that we, um, I mean, like TM, 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 trademark us. Um, fact we check. expect some sort of like compensation or something. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you, we'll you can just into, have that. We'll look into each of the things. Yeah. Do a yeah. full investigation. We'll have your people can call our people. Got it. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast. We really appreciate no, it. Chatting you. science with you. Do you have anything you want to plug? Like, say, if you had some sort of, like, data company, for example? <laughs> I sure do. Um, yeah, so everyone should go to gaytascience.com. G-A-Y-T-A science. The gender fluid piece is right on the front page. You can usually find it. And there's a lot of other fun stuff as well. And we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and GitHub if you're a programmer. Um at Gata Science. We'll also uh, post the website uh, when we're posting this episode so that people can read along and listen along as if this was an audiobook. <laughs> it's a supplementary reading. They'll be reading your excellent science and just hearing us go, Xanadu! <laughs> Except our podcast is the supplementary reading. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, because of jokes sometimes um i'm at underscore glitter goblin underscore and i link to other social medias from there great uh <laughs> you can find us on facebook at my gay agenda an investigative podcast uh we are on twitter under gay agenda cast uh you can find us on itunes if you're there uh rate us and subscribe and tell all your friends to do that as well we also have a live show coming up are you about to play that again <laughs> no just play it. No, I was going to save it. <laughs> All right. I wasn't going to interrupt you. You interrupted yourself. <laughs> I've been played <laughs> by me. We have a live show coming up. <laughs> if you want to see this bullshit in person. <laughs> Which you should. <laughs> We will be performing at the Ruba Club on June 29th at 7 p.m. as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. We're super excited to show you our lovely faces. And like I mentioned, our show is 
free. So come on by. It's going to once again be at the Ruba Club in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, the website for the whole festival and the schedule and all that is www.phillypotfest.com. We're also going to be making a Facebook event soon, hopefully by the time that this has been released. Uh, so if you're listening to this, go go follow the event and come on by and see us. We're also sharing the stage with two awesome other podcasts. So stay for the whole night. Hang out with us. Make an evening out of it. Make a whole evening out of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Go All ahead. Right. Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Try learning a new language. I that means rainbow in German. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our gay agenda.